With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in. Stay a while. Gang's all here, including Fritzy. The NBA scoring. The individual. The team scoring. Crazy. We'll dive into that a little bit later on. Jamal Crawford, former NBA guard, sixth man of the year, now works for Turner Sports. He'll uh, try to explain why we are seeing these games where guys are getting 70 points and teams routinely getting 140 points or more. Yes, Marvin? Jamal Crawford is one of those guys where 70, that's doable for him. I think he scored like 50 on three separate teams as a sixth man. Mm. So... That's a guy that can score 80 right now. That's just getting buckets right there. Yes, yeah. Paul? That would be a good quiz question. The most points scored in a game by a non-starter. We'll find that out. We'll play that game. Mm. Stay okay. tuned. Non-starter. Jamal Crawford would be up there, I would imagine. Kevin McHale wasn't always a starter with the Celtics. But I think when he had his big game, Bird then surpassed it a couple of days later in New Orleans against the Hawks. But I, I think Kevin was a starter then. But he was sixth man there for a while. All right. Good morning. Those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner and our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, and uh, those chatting on chat row, operator Tyler is standing by to take your phone calls, which we'll get to. Poll question for the final hour of the program is going to be what? Let me update you, Dan. Uh, right now, which is worse, losing in the conference championship game or the Super Bowl right now? It is still at about 56% losing the conference championship. I guess it's not the same for everybody, but for these two, especially the Lions, yeah. seems like that's pretty tough. Yeah, Paulie. I have the answer. Most points scored in an NBA game by a non-starter slash bench player. Anyone would like to guess? One of their names was referenced in the past five minutes. Uh, old guy. Well, Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale would be. Larry Bird. Lawrence. He came off the bench in the game because he was coming oh, back from injury. That doesn't count. It, you, you might be right. It technically counts. Technically, it does. Technically, but that's. Yeah. Uh, 47 points in 38 minutes off the bench. Okay. Who wants another one? There's some names over here you would be surprised. Okay. All in the past 30 years. Is Jamal Crawford on that list? He is atop the list with 51 points and 38 minutes off the bench. All right. No assists. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I got Nick Anderson. 
okay. off the bench for Orlando. Mike Dunleavy, shocker, had 48 for Houston. Wow. Uh, Malik Monk, Jordan Clarkson, Lou Williams, some of the... And then one Daniel Love, Ricky Pierce from Milwaukee. Mm. Love you some Ricky Pierce. Yeah, I did. Ricky Pierce, buckets. Yep. Mid-range jumper. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Andrew Tony. Ooh. 46, the Boston Strangler. Boston for, Strangler. For Philly. What a great nickname. God, was he good. At 46 off the bat. He was good. Another mid-range jumper. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the final hour coming up. We'll get to uh, phone calls. And moonshine, by the way. Nothing says Valentine's Day quite like moonshine for the DP show. <laughs> Tailgate moonshine. Salted caramel. I love you, honey. Peppermint bark. Oh, let's spend the rest of our lives together. Available at danpatrick.com. Also, stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick show. Uh, the New York Knicks, they're good. They're officially good. They have 13 wins this month. That's the most they've had in a calendar month since winning 14 back in March of 1994. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? stat of the day. Also, keep in mind the NBA introduced a new rule this offseason. You have to play 65 games. That's mandatory in order for players to be selected for awards, all NBA teams, uh, max contracts. And this was supposed to help alleviate the league's issue with load management. And uh, to a certain extent, it has. But this is going to affect Joel Embiid. And right now, I think he's missed 12 games, so he can only afford to miss five more games. Tyrese Halliburton, the breakout star with the Pacers, in danger of making a run at that number as well. The all-NBA selections correlated to your ability to receive a larger contract and be able to play in at least 65 games. And it's a, it's a sneaky rule that I don't pe I think people are realizing now it's getting a little bit more momentum because Joel Embiid has missed another game. He missed Denver and missed Portland. And now that's 12 games that he's missed. But he's not the leading candidate for the MVP honors. That, according to DraftKings this morning, is uh, Nikola Jokic. Then it's Shea Gilgis Alexander. Then Joel Embiid, Luka, and Giannis. Uh, Luca had 45, so he followed up 73 with 45. I don't know what's the biggest two-game total, aside from Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> it's always, let's take Wilt out. Why is it we take Wilt out, but we don't take Babe Ruth out? It's like, Wilt, oh yeah, but Wilt, you know, who is he playing against? Okay. He still played against whoever was in the game against him. And... I think he did have 55 rebounds in one game against Bill Russell. I think Will scored on everybody. Yes, Todd. So, Lucas, two games, 118 points, averaging 59 per game. Thank you, Todd. under 60. All right. I'm curious, the, uh, the biggest two-game uh, total in NBA history. Maybe we could look that up on uh, short notice here. Sean in Maryland leads us off this final hour. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind today? Hey, first time, long time, uh... Six three two zero five. In regards to a uh, holiday after the Super Bowl, uh, what are your thoughts on them extending it to an eighteen-week season? The TV people and the advertisers are happy. 
put a second bye week in there, the players are happy, a little bit more rested towards the end of the season. And now you magically fall on President's Day weekend and you have a federal holiday on Monday. Yeah, we got a lot of these suggestions. And uh, thank you, Sean. I, I don't know if there's something there in the future where, and we contacted the NFL and they said, uh, for the 58th consecutive year, you know, we've addressed this. Okay. And I'm going to ask next year as well. Right, Todd? Of course we are. Yeah, of course we are. Kyle in Vegas. Hey, Kyle, what's on your mind today? What's up, Dan? What's up, Dan? Hey, man. I'm 6'3", 215. I want to start by saying really quick, the I, Kelsey thing, funny, because I, I probably would tune in for that. <laughs> but um, Don't encourage Ritzy. Come on, Kyle. <laughs> the other thing is, um, Dad Campbell must have gotten the whole Pete Carroll uh, ghost in him. Because that felt just like Super Bowl against the Patriots, where the probability of throwing the pass and zone coverage on the goal line was better than giving Marshawn Lynch the ball and just letting him score and win the game. So I want to know what your thoughts on that are. Well, I'm not going to compare the two because I didn't like the play. I would have had uh, Russell Wilson roll out. Therefore, there's the run-pass option. And if he was going to throw the pass, the pass was going to be to the sidelines in the end zone. And it would be easier to throw it away. And nobody's going to you know, knock that down where it could be picked off. That would have been the play that I would have called. Even if they scored that touchdown, I'd still say, golly, I can't believe they called that. Uh, now we're hearing uh, haters are going to hate. Todd uh, just sent me this. Now there's plenty of uh, millennials uh, Gen Z audience members, Dan, who watched iCarly back in the day. Uh, I'm with you, Todd. My daughter's favorite show was iCarly. Must have watched it for a year straight in the background. Yeah. Anybody over 50 who watched the show without <laughs> watching it with their kids? Ooh. Aside from Todd. That would be just me, I guess. I like that. Of all the things Todd has been criticized for, even just today. Yeah. This is the one that he found backup for and was like, I told you, I'm not the only iCarly fan. This is the one that was like, you know what? I'm going to go through Twitter, find some support, send it to Dan. There was such dead air and just an, an unnecessary, uncomfortable air that was created from after I said, I, Kelsey, I felt like I needed to, to get some support. And wasn't her name, last name Carlson? iCarly? On the show or in real life? Wait, what are you talking about? Real life? Who played that? Who played iCarly? Yeah, yeah. The, the the woman who the actress who played her. I don't think her last name was Carlson. It, it's not. If it if it is, then you get a pie to the face, Polly. I have the uh, the character's name Carly Shay on iCarly. Okay, I did look this up. Okay, I'll put that out there. Okay, I looked it up. All right. And Miranda Cosgrove is the actress. Okay, that's good. Carly yeah. Shea. Right. Do you get a pie to the face? Now? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Of course I do. By the way, Wilt had 55 rebounds against the Celtics in uh, November of 1960. Over. <laughs> yes, Paul. Most points back-to-back, -back, removing Wilt Chamberlain. I have Kobe Bryant with 37 points, followed by 81 points. Oh, he went 37-81. Yeah, and he followed up 81, by the way, with 30, 39, and 40. Oh. Just so you know, he didn't wow. get a night off. His month is crazy. His worst game was 27 points. Um, so Kobe went 118 points in two games. Two games before the 81 game, he had 51. Damn. 
So he went 51, 37, 81. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been a more impressive, let's say, six-game stretch? Well, Jordan's three games against the Celtics, was it 49, 63 in the playoffs? Yeah. And in the last game, I think he had like 30. Yes, Mike. Disappointing. I can almost... I put money on it that Michael Jordan had some ridiculous run in 1989 when it was just him and Dave Corzine. So you think he had a a six-game run better than Kobe's? The one we just talked about. MJ? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kobe put up 81. I bet there was a 69-point game, and then there was a bunch of 40-point. Cavaliers. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mike before the rings, oh yeah, that might have been even more impressive than Mike when he was winning rings. Because <laughs> Mike was like, "All right, guys, everybody move. Let yeah. me put up forty-eight tonight, and then we lose." <laughs> Cody in Texas. Hi, Cody. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. You know, talking about this NFL changing anything with the Super Bowl. I don't think they're financially incentivized to change anything. Um, the no. average price for tickets in the Super Bowl right now is $12,700. So I wanted to ask the guys, is there anything you would pay that much money to see live? Wait, is that one ticket, Cody? So the cheapest get-in price right now is 8500 The average price is $12,700. Per ticket? Per ticket. Oh, my God. It's going to be supply and demand. It's Vegas, a lot of places to stay, uh, walk around, a lot of things to do. Man, oh, man. $12,000, the average ticket price. $8,500 to get in the door? I'd wait until game time before I was buying a ticket. Yes, Pauling. We're going to do the math, but Marvin might be right about the Michael Jordan Kobe thing. Kobe went 37, 81, 30, but he also went, he went 51, 37, 81. Uh, someone do the math on that one for me. Michael Jordan finished up the season mm-hmm. uh, 86, 87 with 53, 50, 61 in three nights. That's pretty good. In four nights, three games in four nights. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. He There's had no one, load management no, back then? One night off. Yeah. We're checking the math. Yeah. Jay in North Carolina. Hi, Jay. Hey, Dan. First time, long time. Hi, Jay. They had a, uh, wanted to weigh in on what Travis Kelsey should do, mm-hmm. and it would also be a great Vegas prop bet. I think Travis is going to propose to Tay-Tay. After the game on the podium, after he wins the Super Bowl? Yeah, with uh, Jim and Romo to do the play-by-play. Oh, well, what do you think Tony Romo would say if Travis Kelsey got engaged right after the game? Well, I don't know. What's he going to say, Jim? Is it going to be yes? Is it going to be no? I don't know. What would you do? On or equalizer yeah. after the game. Yeah. Equal. Murder, she wrote, after the game. Thank you, Tony. Yes, Tony. Do they sneak over to the chapel with the Elvis impersonator Ooh. and just kind of do the little basic fun one? I like that. They're already there. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think there. Although there was a report, I guess, that said they were going to get engaged this summer. I don't think that's true, but you know, oh, let's just let them be in love. That's all. Have some fun. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Kobe Bryant's greatest three-game stretch: one hundred sixty-nine points. Michael Jordan's one sixty-four. Ooh, 
Overrated. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for Kobe. Um, Mike in Atlanta. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dan. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, but first time, long time. Hey, uh, I wanted to chat about the quarterback as a game manager. Uh, I've always called a quarterback a distributor. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that term. It sounds kind of mechanical, but uh, they distribute the ball to the game to the uh, playmakers. But you know, every now and then they'll make a play. Uh, I'm a Bucks fan. '99 NFC Championship game hurts me more than anything to this day. Even though we've got two Super Bowls, so. That that NFC title game, I, I'm still not a fan of Ricky Prohl. Oh, and, uh, wow. <laughs> uh, you know, against uh, uh, number 25, Brian Kelly, I think it was, right in the end zone. But uh, that, that was our year. That was a, that was a painful one. Um, and then Travis and Taylor, uh, they should go on the long, along the lines of uh, a Sonny Cher or a Captain, Captain and Neil. <laughs> like and, do uh, a, a variety show? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why, you know, she he's got the comedy, she's got the singing. They could bring all the athletes and other uh, other people in the entertainment industry in and uh, just have a grand old time. Well, she's still selling out arenas around the world. It's, I don't think Cher was ever selling out arenas like that. Or Sonny and Cher. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, Kelsey can go into the sports media. Um you know, but the question is, do you want to be a guy who sits at the desk? Are you going to be able to do commercials? Would he possibly retire so he goes into the Hall of Fame with his brother? I'm guessing first battle Hall of Famers for that would be awkward, though, if you both retire and then one gets in and the other one does not get in first ballot. Uh, Adam in Rochester. Hi, Adam. What's on your mind? Morning, Dan. First time, long time. I'm just uh, calling in with a funny I love you story. Okay. Figured you guys might get a kick out of it. So I had been dating a girl for a long time in college. Um, she, she is now my wife, so it worked out. But no. at the time, I was thinking the grass was greener on the other side of the fence. And uh, we were messaging on AOL Messenger back in the day. And she wrote, I love you. And I was like, I don't want to say I love you at this moment. So I looked at my two buddies who were in my room with me, and I said, what do I do, guys? And they said, ditto. And I was like, got it. <laughs> Type ditto, and the minute I hit send, wow. we all looked at each other, and they bailed and left me to clean up my own mess. Oh, dear. <laughs> ditto. Assault. Oh, dear. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for sharing. Have you said I love you to somebody, and they didn't say I love you back? Anybody want to spill? I, it happened to me. I, I did that, and it was really awkward because, you know, I was like, you know, I love you. And then she said, yeah? And I said, yeah. Because I'm just kind of having fun. Yeah. <laughs> she just wanted to confirm what she uh, heard. Yeah, okay. Just want to make sure I know you love me. Because I'm not sure if I love you, but it just hung out there, and I went, Oh, God, that's crushing. Yes, Tom. But then you got to save face and then say, in that dress, you look lovely tonight. <laughs> Not I love you in general. Yeah. Love you in that piece of clothing. I love you, and I'd like to watch iCarly with you There tonight. you go. <laughs> then you get somewhere. All right, we'll talk scoring coming up. Jamal Crawford will join us right after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all the sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Two, three, four. Anthony Edwards scored 27 last night. He now has just over 6,000 career points in 267 games. Seventh fastest active player. 
to reach 6,000 career points. And what is he, 22 years of age? Uh, he is the scorer, though. I mean, that, he's the best player on their team. I don't know if his teammates know that, but uh, Anthony Edwards had 27. All right, we'll get to more phone calls coming up. Speaking of scoring, Jamal Crawford, NBA sixth man of the year three times, played for nine teams over 20 seasons, I believe scored over 50 points coming off the bench and maybe didn't have an assist in that uh, game. Is that right? Did did Jamal score 51 or something and then he had no assists? I, I think he had two assists. Oh, two assists. Yeah. No. I had five assists. No, you didn't. You didn't have five. Did. <laughs> Go look it up, Dan. Okay, look up the box score. All right. Well, welcome, Jamal. We're talking scoring here. Um, you know, now it's 60 a night, not a big deal. Even 70 doesn't feel like a big deal. Tell us why we've had so much individual scoring and so much team scoring. Well, I think it's a combination of things. Obviously, I think talent from 1 to 12 is up. Uh, across the board, but I also think the defender's a little bit handicapped. Uh, you can't really touch a person. You can't, you know, it's freedom of movement. With the, the Everybody wants to see the skills of the players, but the points right now are just, it's, it's unbelievable, though. I think the power of the three-point shot and the fact that everybody can shoot the three-point shot as far as being allowed to. It used to be some restraint, you know, like it's reserved for guys who can really shoot it. Now you have role players taking – 14, 15 threes in the game, and, and that helps scoring as well. Is somebody going to get to 90? No, I hope not. Come on, Dan. I, but it, it's tough. I mean, you see 70 just getting thrown up. 70 is like the new 50. <laughs> but, the it, but is it bad? Scoring. Is it bad for the game that we're seeing 70, 73, and we're not really blinking at it? I, I think it's bad for the game that is happening this often. Okay. Uh, if it was, you know, an anomaly and happen once a year, it would be something to, to really be revered. Now it's happened so often, you don't know when it's going to happen. I'm not sure how good that is for the game to happen this often. Well, Luca had 73 and took 33 shots. You know, normally, if you're going to be putting up those kind of points, you're going to be putting up a lot more shots than that. And you know what? I, I told my son, I said, how many points did Luca score tonight? He said 73. I said, but did you notice he had 14 assists as well? And he's like, oh, I said, because scores, whenever you can score like that and then you can pass like that, you put the defense in the trick bag. It's not like – I said, if he only had five assists, he may have had 55 points. But the fact that he can score and pass, he's manipulating the game and he's doing it at the highest level right now. So you think Kobe's 81 is safe? I think it's safe. I hope it's safe because that 81 was against it was against the zone, it was against three defenders. It, go back and look at the spacing and, and how tough those those makes were on the 81 point night. And yeah, we we need to appreciate that for sure. It always felt like he had tougher shots. He made tougher shots than anybody I remember. Is that fair? I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm overrating or exaggerating here, but it felt like Kobe. They were tough, tough makes. They were tough, tough makes for everybody but Kobe. He, he did them. He practiced, you know, that way. I, I heard one story. One of his trainers told me one time Kobe was working out, and he wanted the trainer to foul him, and the trainer's fouling him. He's like, no, no, hit me harder. Hit me harder. And where the guy was just basically draped all over him, and Kobe was still making shots. So he practiced that way. So for him, it was easy. It feels like you got your Allen Iverson shirt on. Is is Iverson yes. sort of taken over where Kobe was with younger players? Where that it wasn't their Jordan. I mean, he's their Jordan. It's not 
uh, you know, Kobe, I think, while he was still alive, and then Allen Iverson. Uh, is that true? Yeah, I think those guys in particular, especially from my generation, they really penetrated uh, everything. They penetrated culture. They penetrated, you know, the game, the way they played. They did it in a rebellious, fearless type of way. And I think the guys that are really chasing being fearless, you know, they come from the Kobe Iverson tree for sure. Yeah, Iverson, though, man, he just kept coming at you. Didn't he, DP? He just did not stop. He was relentless. He didn't care what he was shooting. He didn't care that the odds were stacked against him. When they beat the Lakers and they were, you know, the one Laker lost the Lakers yeah. had that whole playoff run, he was just so fearless. And he made you believe he had a chance. Even if you look at the team, he shouldn't have had a chance. Uh, what do you have, Paulie? Yeah, April 9th, 2019. Jamal, was that your last game? Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks? In an official arena, yes, it was. It was oh. Dirk's party, but I tried to make it my party as well. Yeah, you had fifty-one and five assists. I confused wow. you with Jimmer Fredette, who had zero points and zero, zero assists that game. But yeah, fifty-one points, eighteen and thirty. Polly, that was Polly. That was the only fifty-point game I lost. And like I said, the there was no way we're walking out of there with a win in Dirk's last home game. <laughs> but that was the only one. I always, you know, tell my son that you can score a lot, but if you can get assists as well. It makes the game, scoring becomes easier. So that's one of the things I'm, I'm hammering home to him right now. He's Jamal Crawford, Turner Sports NBA analyst, and won the sixth man of the year three times. Did you, ever, did you ever say, I'm the sixth man, haven't I earned the starting role with any of these teams? You know what, Dan, when I when I was starting, we weren't winning much, and I didn't like that feeling. I'm like, you know what, I won in high school, I won in college, the games I played, I won as a kid. I'll do whatever it takes. And the perfect storm came for me to get traded right in the middle of my career to a team that already had a starting unit assembled. So I just owned the six man. I didn't know it would take on a life of its own like it has now to see everybody, every gym I go to in the country, you know, the six man. Or That's really, really cool because that was not the plan. I did not grow up saying I wanted to be a six man, that's for sure. Okay, but do we celebrate the sixth man now? doesn't seem like that's as big a deal, today's NBA. We don't. We don't, and, and I think it's it's tough because we'll see a guy like Lou Williams in the past. Obviously, Manu uh, and Kobe made the All-Star game as a six-man. Kobe was voted in. But we'll see. We, we ask a guy to sacrifice and come off the bench. And when he sacrifices, and if you're a six-man, you're probably going to sacrifice money, playing time, endorsements, everything that comes with it. But then we don't reward him when it's that time if he's playing at that level. Lou Williams, a few years back, was averaging 20 points off the bench. He could have absolutely made the All-Star game if he was just starting, but some coaches viewed him as an off-the-bench guy, even though they treated him as a starter. Dan, I saw a crazy stat. I think um, fourth all-time in fourth-quarter points in history since they've been tracking. As a six-man up there with Kobe, LeBron, Dirk, and I forgot the last game. Maybe Polly could look it up. But, yeah, I was – I mean, as a six-man, basically. You know, I'm wondering as um, we have that minimum, you got to play in, in at least 65 games. Mm-hmm. That could cost Joe Allen beat another MVP because he missed the game in Denver and then missed the game in Portland. What do you think of that minimum number of games that you have to play to be eligible for postseason awards? Well, I like I like what they're trying to do, obviously, but MB's M- having an MVP type season. There's no doubt. So if he's one game short of the minimum with the season he's had you know. and the, the season his team is having, that's a tough pill to swallow. But the way he's playing when he is playing is dominant. Like he's absolutely dominant. And you can make the argument that could be the third one because he thought he should have had it the first year, you know, even though I'm a huge, huge Joker fan as well. Well, Joker probably 
I think it was gave away last year. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was held against him that he didn't have postseason success prior to. So he'd won two MVPs, and the voters probably went, "We can't give him a threepeat. He hasn't done anything in the postseason." Then wins the you know NBA title. Now I think voters look at you know Joker differently. Whereas we're waiting for Embiid. It's like Lamar Jackson. Like okay, MVP. You can't even get to a championship. And I think that might be held against Embiid this year uh, and the number of games that he's going to miss. And speaking of Joker's greatness, last year he could have won MVP. I felt like some criticism in the media, he just took his foot off the gas and said, you know what, brother, no problem. I'll go win the finals. I'll leave the, the stats in, in points, assists, rebounds. I'll do it in such a dominant fashion. I don't even care. Then I'll go ride my horses. So Joker <laughs> yeah. is, a, is, a, is a treat and a gift as well. Yeah, I don't know if it matters to him. I think he's competitive, but I don't. I don't know if it's as important as it is to us that we think it is. I was also wondering about Doc Rivers took over for the Bucks. They lost last night in his debut. He said, I wouldn't wish this job on anybody. Why? Nobody's holding a gun to Doc's head. He's got a, he had a great job in the media. Why did he no, take it? No. Doc's a coach, though. If you know Doc, and I'm sure you, you do, he would – you know, watching film all hours of the night, wouldn't sleep. Like, he's just – it's in his blood to coach. And he's great at media as well. So, obviously, you know, we all enjoy listening to him call games. But to his heart of heart, he's a coach. And and not a bad, you know, situation to walk into when you have two top 75 players of all time. Yeah, but he's making it seem like it's – you know, he's walking into uh, Orlando. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. No, 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 he's walking into a great situation, that's for sure. But – he has to make the situation work. There's no doubt about it. I got asked last night, you know, has the, the the struggles he's had in the playoffs with the Clippers and Philly and so on and so forth, is that going to follow him? And I said it, it might follow him, not that it's always fair, but it might follow him until, you know, if he can get this right and win a championship in Milwaukee, I, I think it kind of, you know, quelms everything in the past. How much does a coach matter? I think a coach matters, Dan. It's no doubt. If you look at the really successful teams, if you look at Phil Jackson with Chicago and the Lakers, you look at, you know, Spo in, in Miami, you look at Pat Riley, you look at the greats, Pop, obviously, in the Spurs, Kerr with the Warriors, coaching matters. And it, it's not always in X's and O's. It's bringing, you know, people together. It's accountability. It's it's different things and knowing the pulse of your team. So all those different things go into it. Do you think I could have won a title with the Bulls as a coach? DP, I think you could have won okay. a title with the All Bulls right. as a coach. That's the correct <laughs> answer. Do you th- I believe that. You think I could have won a title with Shaq and Kobe? I believe you could yeah, have. Okay. But could, could you have won a three-peat no. with both those guys? Uh, see, that's no, the coach. They would have gotten tired of me. That 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 probably would have happened. But, you know, that <laughs> I, eventually, I think Magic talked about after a while, you know, Pat Riley starts to wear on you. Like, you, you, you can only be around – that for such, you know, I mean, there's a, a finite amount of time it feels like you can put up with each other. I think that's a fact. I think that, like, even with the Clippers, that was the best team I was on. I was there five years. The first year, the second year, the jokes are funny. We've heard it. The stories are brand new. They're fresh, right? The third and fourth year, you're starting to finish the stories for them. You're like, okay, we got to get this. We got to we gotta win some games, man. Forget, we got to win a championship. Right, and that's all of us. I'm saying players, coaches, everything. Like it definitely wears on you. Wait, who was the, get it done. who was your coach? Well, I had a I had a couple of them. I had Vinny and I had Doc at the time as well. Okay, so you had heard all yeah. their stories. 
Yeah, by the by the end, I definitely heard the stories. I definitely did. A man who put up fifty-one points and five assists, and is that right, Paulie? Confirmed. Yeah. Yes, Marvin. With four different teams. What do you mean? Yes, Marvin. Yes, Marvin. Go ahead, speak on yep. it, Marvin. So Jamal Crawford, the pride of Seattle, Washington, scored fifty points with four different teams. Mm, okay. He was a bucket. Yeah. He's the Jadakiss of the NBA. Jadakiss? Yeah, the rapper. There you go, Marvin. Yep. (laughs) Like, he might not be, quote-unquote, a Hall of Famer or whatever, but you don't want to guard him. Like, you don't want to rap against Jadakiss, and you don't want to guard Jamal. (laughs) Hall of you don't want to guard him. You do not want to get in a cypher with me on a song. No. (laughs) You do not want to get on the same song. (laughs) Good to talk to you again, Jamal. Thank you. You as well. Thank you, DP. Appreciate it. Jamal Crawford. Always great to have him on. Sixth man of the year, three times. Scored over 50 points for four teams in a game. Right, Marv? That is right. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me that before we had him on? And then I... Because I, <laughs> I looked when Paul was looking at it, and I looked at it, too. I was like, four teams? I thought he maybe did it a couple times with the uh, the Knicks. Yeah. Little heads up, little research here. Could have helped me. Yeah. yeah. Better, better late than never. Thank you, Marv. Uh, let's take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, right after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and 
holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Most points in the fourth quarter since the NBA began tracking data back in 1996. LeBron, 9,500 points. Kobe had 8,200 points. Dirk had 7,400 points. And Jamal Crawford had just over 6,000 points in the fourth quarter. Then it's Vince Carter, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Dwayne Wade, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. Pretty good company to be in for a guy who was a uh, sixth man. All right, uh, Greg Olson will join us on the program tomorrow. And uh, former NBA great Jim Jackson, always great to talk to him as well. Final results of the poll question. What do we uh, have there, Seton? Yeah, well, since today was kind of still felt like it was about the Lions. Okay. We're trying to figure out if it was worse to lose in the conference championship game or the Super Bowl. And uh, most people think the way the Lions went out was worse than if they had advanced. Yeah. Yeah, I get that feeling as well. Yeah, uh, Paulie has a Super Bowl uniform update. Yeah, uh, the Chiefs will be wearing the home red jerseys with the white pants. Mm-hmm. The 49ers would be wearing the away whites, mm-hmm. but it could be the white jersey with the white pants, which was one of theirs, Ooh. or the classic 80s-style mm-hmm. white jersey uh, gold pants. I, guess. I think gold is the color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you got to wear the white and gold, right? I think contract. so. Marvis? I think Marvelous? so. Absolutely. Yeah. Th- thank you, Marv. Gold, gold helmet? White uniform? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gold yeah. pants. Yeah. Red pops. For sure. Sneaky great uniform. Is it sneaky? Yeah. I mean, it's not Charger-like. It's almost like it's an odd combination of colors, but it happens to work well, yeah. especially when you win. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's sneaky great. I don't think it gets your attention until you focus your attention on it, if that makes sense. Like the Chargers, you're like, whoa, Bengals helmets. You know, maybe uh, the Steelers helmet. Certain uniforms or a helmet, you're like, whoa. Niners? It's like, wow, oh, okay. That's gorgeous. Yeah, I could see when the Lakers put together their uniforms initially, and they were, I don't know, when they started the purple and yellow, but people were like, ah, that's a weird mix. But when you win for a long time, it makes them iconic. And whether it you pops. Think, yeah. yeah. Purple and gold. Yeah, pops. I don't know if, what colors they were in Minneapolis. I think they might have been blue. Black and white? <laughs> no. Uh, the pictures I'm looking no, at. No, the pictures were black and white. Yes, Marvin. Were they like the powder blue with the royal blue? Those uniforms are amazing. Yeah. Like the early... Maybe like Buffalo Braves with Bob McAdoo. Yeah. They had that light blue. They were... Man, I love those teams. I love Buffalo Braves team. Ernie D, Randy Smith, Bob McAdoo, Dr. Jack Ramsey. Yes, Paul. I got some old Minneapolis Lakers pictures, and that's redundant, by the way. Um, it's almost a very much like the Chargers. It's more of a yellow than gold, and it's definitely a powder blueish yeah. look. Huh? So they were the Chargers before the Chargers, Uh-oh. is what you're saying. Yeah. George Mikan was uh, 
Mm. Dan Fouts before Dan Fouts. Uh, let's see. Bill in Texas. Good morning, Bill. What's on your mind today? DP. Hi, Bill. First time, long time. Six foot, struggling to stay under 200 pounds. Uh, I got a bone to, got a bone to pick with you. You want to tell me that instead of playing with Mahomes, getting into the top 25 all time in receiving yards and top 10 of receptions, that he's going to carry a purse to a Nickelodeon show and do hard hands <laughs> from the side of the team. That's you want, you want Travis Kelsey to make. Uh, you know, point well well made there by you, Bill. I just love love, that's all. So, would I want to play again? Yeah. But if I do retire with the Super Bowl win, and I can go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame with my brother, and I have that podcast, I'm in love, and the future is bright for Travis Kelsey. And I don't know if staying around to be in the top 25, you know, he's one of the top three tight ends of all time. Yeah, Marv. Retire if you're becoming The Rock or John Cena. Like, when you're going to start doing movies, mm. but to get into a TV studio, like, that's what you're going to stop playing? Okay. If you really, if you want to keep playing. Well, you might have to ask her, hey, what do you want me to do? I don't think they're at that point yet. What if she comes back with, what do you want to do? Mm. <laughs> well, you need to make up your own choices. You know, that's that's... What I would say. What if they both retire together? Oh God! Bloop. No, then he would get blamed. Oh no, no, he yeah, can't. You don't want that. No, 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 no. Nobody wants that smoke. Yes, Marv. Yeah. And Travis has to learn like spouse speak. When your wife says, "Do whatever you want to do," don't do whatever you want to do. <laughs> do what you think I want you to yes. do. Yes. Yeah. Or no, don't buy me a gift. Buy her a gift. <laughs> That's the oldest trick, man. Go in debt, please. Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't need anything. No, I know, but I need to buy you something. And then you give it to him. They're like, oh, I thought we weren't doing we gifts. Good. Yeah. What? <laughs> this is a surprise. I thought we weren't doing this. I've never been yelled at for giving my wife a gift. Never. never. And my wife's not very good at giving gifts because she'll say, well, you, you have what you don't need anything. I said, well, hon, don't get me a Starbucks card. And then only get it for $20. <laughs> That's like a day for you. I thought that I had like thousands on there. I'm buying coffee for people I don't even know. Thousands. And, and, <laughs> and, and so you know, the barista said, uh, that'll be like $7. Did you I, roll your R there? And I go, oh, I said, I, wait, I only have $7 left. She goes, no, you owe $7. Oh. I said, hon, you got me a $20 Starbucks gift card. Yeah, yeah, I thought that'd be enough. For what? One day? I think I bought her a car that Christmas. And Just I got, one, though. Yeah, only one car, and then I, she wanted a pickup truck, so I got her a pickup truck. And I got a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> You're over it. Mike in Washington. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind? Hey, bud. Hey, Mike. Uh, deceptively fast, six two, mm. doing damage, one ninety eight, <laughs> eleven and six thirteen, eleven, eleven and six sixteenth hands. Sorry, Marv, if you had them, you would hit those corner shots during the break. Wow. Um, so, wow. so I have a niece that we watched all the time, and so she came over this weekend, and she's walking the door with a Travis Kelsey jersey on, and I'm like, well, I know for a fact she knows nothing about football. So we're, I'm watching the game about a third of the way through, 
she comes out and starts watching the game, and she's, like, cheering on Travis Kelsey. I'm like, who are your favorite player? She's like, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I'm like, okay, I get it. I was, and so I started testing her. I was like, so where does the tight end lined up? And right off the bat, off the left or right tackle usually. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, do you have – how many yards does it take to get a first down? She's like, 10. Like, how many tries do they have to get it? Four. I'm like, literally mind-blown. Because I've known this girl since she's been born. She knows nothing about football. And as soon as the game was over and, and Kansas City won, I she's like, damn, they're doing – backflips over the couch. I'm like, what is going on right now? And she's a fan of iCarly. Thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah, see. I got news for you, Mike. Turns out you don't know that girl all that well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give credit to uh, Taylor Swift there. Todd, what'd you learn today? Peter King isn't so sure that who the analyst is significantly affects an NFL games ratings. You could probably put Bozo the Clown in there. What? <laughs> Seaton? There are a few things more annoying than... Oh, really? So the, what about this when you're talking to someone about their fans? Like, like, uh, oh, really? Where's the tight end lineup? Those are the dumbest questions. <laughs> re- oh, you're a Nirvana fan? Name five songs. <laughs> like, oh. When it comes to celebrating major sporting events, no other city compares to Vegas. It's a city where spectacle and celebration are woven into the very fabric of the community. Las Vegas, where conventional is challenged, unexpected, embraced. It's not just celebrating, it's celebrating with an edge. Have a great day, everybody. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.